podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is why I'm selling the game's best player, Erling Haaland. Welcome to the Gianni Petici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. This is our Game Week 17 preview. And Game Week 17 very much hinges on do we hold or do we sell? Erling Haaland is the big topic of conversation. Now, what do we know so far? Well, Pep Guardiola isn't the best manager at giving us information in press conferences. When you rank all the 20 managers in the Premier League, him and Eddie Howe and probably Arteta are right up there with the ones that you never can read too much into. And they'll often try and play mind games with the media. So... Pepper's told us that he's taking it day by day. He's hopeful that there's a chance. Language like this is being used around the Crystal Palace fi fixture. However, it doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good. And when you look at the fixtures coming up, knowing City have a blank game week in 18, knowing Crystal Palace in 17 is highly doubtful, I think Erling Haaland is a sell. Now, do I think he plays versus Crystal Palace? If I think he does, I keep him. I don't think he will, which is why I think I'll be selling him. And there's a few other clues here at play. So firstly, Saudi Arabia and the Club World Cup is really important to City and their Middle Eastern owners. Of course it is. Crystal Palace is a home fixture. When City play teams at home in the Premier League that are bottom half teams, they annihilate them, right? It's usually very, very comfortable. It's very rare a Palace would come to an Etihad and get a sniff. Um... And, and number three for me, there's been some clues with FPL. This is pretty cool. And my friend FPL Focal has been doing some digging. He tweeted out a couple of bits where Erling Haaland's in a mini league with friends and family. His dad, for example, his one of his best mates. They all sold Erling Haaland in FPL last week. Now, if Haaland was only going to miss one game, Luton, you don't all sell him. He was mass sold by his loved ones. Mm, they know he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, I think. And that's why they've taken the decision to sell him in FPL. So look, there's clues there as well. So look, I'm not selling yet. I'm going to wait and we'll learn more throughout the week. But I think on Friday, my transfer out is going to be Haaland out and Solanke in. Now that might sound bonkers. And as soon as I heard the news, I actually tweeted this on Sunday night. Like, Haaland for Solanke, are we all going to be doing that? It's actually quite a popular tweet. A lot of people are thinking along the same lines. And this is why. Let's show you some Solanke love, shall we? Well, first and foremost, Bournemouth. They've won five of the last seven in the Premier League. They've drawn one and lost one in those seven games. They've beaten teams like Man United and Newcastle convincingly. Um, for XG in the last five games, they're top of the charts. But then when we look at Solanke's numbers individually, well, he's flying. He plays number nine for Bournemouth. He's the main man. Under Gary O'Neill, at times he was in and out of the team. At times he was a second striker. The likes of Kiefer Moore would get minutes and Slanky would be slightly deeper. Well, Slanky is the main out-and-out out number nine. He pretty much plays 90 every week. I think he's missed, he's not played 90 on three or four occasions. And in all those games, he's played like 84 or 87. Um, but then when we look at the shot numbers, in the last six game weeks, he's top of the charts. Top of the charts. So right at 22, top of the charts, we've got Solanke and Darwin. Solanke and Darwin have had more shots than any other player in the last six game weeks. And unlike Darwin, Solanke converts many of his. He's also hit the post in the last week, for example. He's come close to big hauls and hasn't quite had them, but he's still had returns. So 22-22. Haaland's had 19. Watkins has had 17. Jao Pedro and Cunha, the Brazilians, both in the last Brazil squad, those two, I think. 15 each. Eduard at 14. Jackson at 14. DCL uh, at 13. And Jimenez at 12. These strikers are starting to catch our eye because Cunha and Jimenez and DCL and Watkins are all very good pickups in FPL as well, I think. But Solanke would be my chosen one for this game week because I love the entry point. 
So these numbers were taken from the Fantasy Football Scout members area and do check Scout out if you're not already a member consider signing up. There's a link in my description. And and I've also gone onto Scout and looked at the fixture ticket for the next four. So let's have a look at that. I filtered this and I got rid of all the columns I'm not interested in. The co- columns I'm interested in are up to game week 20. A few reasons why. Game week 20 is when the Christmas chaos finishes. Right? It takes us up to like the first couple of days of January. And then there's a week's break. Uh, game week 20, off the back of that, we're going to see the AFCON and Asia Cup. So Salah and Son are going to be out the game from 21 right? Um, And game week 20 allows us to go, who do we want to jump on if we're looking for a short-term replacement for Erling Haaland? So top of the charts, Chelsea and Bournemouth. I love the entry point here for Solanke. I thought by 17, I might own a couple of Chelsea players. Palmer is enough for me at the minute. It's looking at how they're playing. Form and fixtures are clearly a combination we should look at, not just fixtures. And when we look at form and fixtures, Bournemouth have them both. So Luton at home is a really good fixture for Solanke. He then goes to Forest, who have been conceding goals at home. He then hosts Fulham, and then it's away at Tottenham. But those three are really, really nice. And there'll be some that might say, I'm going to sell Solanke for those three. And then game week 20, I'm going to sell Solanke back to Haaland. Because Haaland has Sheffield United at home. If he's fit, that's a big one for him. He's got Everton away in 19. Maybe you can go without him in 19. Worth noting, we also need to consider Ollie Watkins if you don't have him, right? Ollie Watkins, we can see from this chart, in game week 18 has Sheffield United at home. Ollie Watkins in game week 18 will be mass captained. It'll be between him and Son, right? Because uh, Salah, Arsenal and Liverpool play each other. So not too many will want to go Salah. Haaland's out the game that week. It'll be Watkins versus Sheffield United at home. Or it'll be Spurs who have a good home fixture against Everton, not a great one. So if we want Ollie Watkins, do we still buy Solanke this week? Well, yeah, I think we do if we own someone like a Darwin. So my plan loosely is Solanke for Haaland. Darwin could go for Ollie Watkins the week after. Or I upgrade my third forward, my Mabama, with my Haaland money and go Ollie Watkins and go to three good forwards. But then I've got to think about how I get Haaland back in. And that will be selling a midfielder like a Son or Salah, getting money out of them in game week 20 and then going to Haaland for game week 20. The problem with that is Son and Salah are both in the game in game week 20. They leave in 21. But I think I'd need to sell one of them in 20 to get Haaland back. Are you following me? This is where I've gone a little bit a little bit detailed. And I hope you guys are thinking, yeah, I like that level of planning. Or you might be thinking, Janny, just look at the next game week. Obviously, I'm not. And I'm looking further ahead. So if I wanted to get the money out of Son or Salah in game week 20, I would have to ditch them for that week. So Son has Bournemouth at home, or don't fancy selling him for that, and and Liverpool have Newcastle at home. Maybe I can go without Salah for one game week. It's a consideration. And then I get Haaland for 20, but that's assuming Haaland's fit. So speaking of the AFCON and the Asia Cup, now this was produced by uh, Rob T. FPL. Do check him out on Twitter. Um, Now he's He's really helping members of the FPL community with some of his graphics, this being one of them. So the red weeks here show when the players are likely to be out of the tournament. So let's just take uh, the uh, African Cup of Nations first and foremost. We can see some of the key players that are going to miss out. Anana, Bermo, Son, Decore, Adingra, Visser, Jackson. There's a few, right? The big name is, is, of course, Mo Salah. He's in everyone's team. Kudus and uh, and Bummo in a fair few as well. They're all going to miss game week 21 because that's the that's the group stages. If we're assuming, let's take Salah, Egypt are going to get to the quarterfinals. At very best, 
Salah's going to miss three games. He could be back for game week 24 if we get to the quarterfinals. That's that the orange is a is a there's some risk, depending on travel time and fitness level. We did see last time Salah played in the African Cup of Nations, he literally played in the final and a day or two later was playing again in the Premier League. Literally, he's happy to have that fast turnaround. So some of those orange blobs for Salah probably can become green because he's just a different beast, depending on the Liverpool fixture. So we're gonna be missing them for three games minimum each. And this is the same for Son as well, because they both play for countries that we assume are gonna get deep into the knockout rounds if they go out early then maybe you go oh I could have held them for two weeks and not had to sell but at the moment both Son and Salah for me will be sells in 21 I'm going to take that risk and I'm going to plan to buy them back when I need them 24 25 26 onwards um, and we're going to have loads of money because we've got loads of money buying Haaland back therefore won't be an issue see you following me I think you are Guys, if you're enjoying the stream and the level of graphics and detail, hit that like button and do consider subscribing to my channel. Let's have a look now at the uh, my team and, and the state of play and look at my transfer targets. This show is around transfer targets. We've spoken around strikers and that's because Solanke and Watkins are probably the two men biggest on my wish list at the moment. And we can see how I'm set up now for game week uh, 17. Um... The team's in an all right place. The rank is okay. I'm hitting small green arrows. Can't complain. Um, the transfer in this week or last week, I went, I went, I took the four point hit for Porro, but bought in Foden as well. Foden was brilliant against Luton, but didn't pick up FPL points. Many went to Gordon. I didn't want to go template. I went different with a Foden. I've now got Foden for Crystal Palace, which I really like, and I'm expecting some points there. I also have good fixtures across the midfield, like Saka and Palmer, very good fixtures. Salah, I think, is probably going to be my captain, but we'll talk more about captaincy on Friday's team selection video or possibly Thursday's team selection video. Um, at the back there, Gabriel, Lascelles and Porro. I'm happy with all three of them. There's an argument to say you should play Simicast instead of Lascelles. Fulham have scored 10 goals in their last two. In fact, I think it's 13 in their last three. Um... The way Newcastle are playing, maybe Fulham score and you go, I don't need double Newcastle defence and Simicast comes in for Lascelles. So let me know what you think in the comments to this team. But my planned moves, and we'll confirm this on Thursday, Friday, are going to be Haaland out, Solanke in. And then the week after, it'll either be Darwin out, depending on his minutes, or Mabama will come out. And I will simply go Mabama to Watkins and then go, I'll deal with Haaland in a couple of game weeks time. I could then roll in game week 19 and in game week 20, I could bring Salah out and then I can bring Haaland back in with two free transfers. That's the loose plan. That's the loose plan. Um, guys, I'm really enjoying these uh, festive streams. So I hope you are liking them too. And as I mentioned a minute ago, if you want to show your appreciation, that would be amazing with that like button. And I know loads of you are subscribed and I say this flippantly all the time, just subscribe to the channel, but there's loads that watch these videos that don't subscribe. And, and maybe you'd like to consider that and hit that alarm bell, that notification bell. So when these videos go, go live, you always get them. Let's now talk about some other assets, right? I've spoken about players that I want. My top two are Solanke and Watkins. The shot volume is there. The teams are flying. The XG's there. There's big hauls for both these players, I think, over the festive period. But other players I really like, we haven't spoken really about the Spurs fullbacks. Now, I bought in Porro last week. We didn't talk a huge amount about him. When you bring in one of those fullbacks at Spurs, you're bringing them in for attacking returns. You don't bank on clean sheets. Now, Porro especially, since... Madison's been out the team, the positions he takes up are unreal. Like, yes, he gets all the set pieces without Madison, great. But he's also required in open play to pick up a lot of those number 10 positions. In between the lines, the responsibility is on Poro. A doji, we saw his goal, it's like a striker's goal. Had it on the edge of the box, 
gave it out wide. Sonny puts it back in for him. Like a number nine, there he is for a tap-in. These Spurs fullbacks have a responsibility to add to the attacking flair of what is a very attacking Postacoglu team, especially without Madison, where they lack a little bit of creativity. Clean sheets are a bonus. We're unlucky against Newcastle with a clean sheet wipeout. We have Forest, Everton, Brighton, Bournemouth in the next four. Whether or not you get clean, you might get one clean sheet out of those four, but I think you'll get an attacking return or two from Poro. And a, a Doji too is a brilliant option. He's cheaper because he's not on the set pieces, right? Therefore, he's not as popular. But if you can't afford Poro, a Doji is still a really good pickup. And actually, there's an argument to suggest you could even go both because no defenders are a reliable source of clean sheets at the moment. Look at the Arsenal guys. Loads went double Arsenal defence. Well, they've not been picking up clean sheets. Newcastle. If you spent money on Trippier, you're not getting clean sheets at the moment. Spent money on Trent, you might get attacking returns, you're not getting clean sheets. Therefore, I love the price point around the 5 million mark for Poro just over, Adoji just under. You get the attacking returns. No fullbacks are more attacking than these two. So eyes on those two if you don't already have them. Guys, thank you for watching. I'll see you again in a day or two with my team selection video. For now, go well. Podcast Network.